0: Access granted. Wrath of Aladdin podcast begins now. Subject 001 Solitaire. Hi, my name is Kane Um uh, Some of you may have heard me on some of my other podcasts uh, The Adventure Frequency, um, our Astro Venture, and our Retro Ventures over there, uh, City News Net, or even uh, Huntsman Legion. But today, I'm here, uh, happy to be here, on the uh, Ultraverse Podcast Network with my own very own podcast. So, we're not really going to spend a lot more time talking about me. Uh, Instead, we're here to talk about the Ultraverse, celebrate the Ultraverse, and uh, our first case file being Solitaire. We're here to talk about Solitaire. Now, right off the bat, I want to say for the record that... uh, There was a little miscommunication in the beginning, and this podcast may have been advertised as strictly being about Solitaire. Um, But that's not what we're going to be doing. That's not what we're going to be talking about. So um, with a little bit of a play on words, uh, the name Wrath of Aladdin, Aladdin being the secret government agency inside the Ultraverse, and Wrath being their field agent, uh, I set that up as an attempt to really be non-committal as to which ultra i'm talking about or which part of the ultraverse i'll be podcasting about so our first episode and our first case file is going to be solitaire but we're not going to be limited to that so we're not really the solitaire podcast we're called the wrath of aladdin podcast and that's what we're going to be doing we're going to be uh cracking open aladdin's files and hunting down all the ultras at least all the ones that we find interesting enough to run to a podcast about and cover them episode by episode. So that's what you can look forward to uh, from this podcast. And there's no reason to hold off any longer. We can go ahead and get started. So we're here to talk about Solitaire. Now, Solitaire was part of the first year launch, uh, one of the first few books ...launched as the Old launch. It was created and written by Gerard Jones. And their first penciler was Jeff Johnson... ...with Barb Kallberg. I hope I'm getting that right. Uh, Inking. uh, Tim Elder, lettering. Keith Conroy doing the colors. uh, And of course, Hank Canales, the editor. And uh, Food Hammer doing interior color work... Now, that's good to know. That's important to note because, as everyone knows, uh, the Ultraverse had quite an incredible uh, design aspect and really, really one of the first uh, independent publishers to take advantage of full-color printing at a much cheaper rate. So uh, when the Ultraverse launched, they they launched it in full-color, and Solitaire takes advantage of that. Now, if you don't know, uh, Solitaire is... The lone street-level vigilante. He operates you know, at street level, can't fly, can't teleport. Uh, he has a network of agents, much like the Shadow. And with Ultratech, he's got a special healing ability uh, with nanobytes, uh, tiny microscopic robots uh, in his system. They heal him whenever he's damaged, so he's hard to kill. He says that. Now, one of the things I really, really enjoyed right off the bat when I first got this comic book, and uh, I picked this up at a local comic book shop, uh, you know, years and years ago, and and apparently they all came polybagged with a card, like a, uh, like a playing card, inside them, and for whatever reason. Uh, mine didn't have it, and the the guy behind the counter at the comic book shop was falling all over himself, apologizing left and right uh, why we didn't have the polybag, why we didn't have the card. I didn't even know they really existed, so it wasn't a big deal to me. I never really collected for the money, and the collectorability issue wasn't an issue with me. And uh, you turn the first page, and right off the bat, wham. <clears throat> You're brought right into the Ultraverse and right into Solitaire's world. So it starts off with a little narration. There's a new urban myth in L.A. tonight. In the dead heart of downtown, after dark, in the tinted shadows of Hollywood's neon, in the ocean echoes of an empty pier, you hear his name. You can say you don't believe it. You can say it's just a story. But you look around and catch a glimpse. And they say, if you're innocent and if you're hurting, he hears you. Those are the first two issues of what's known as the Pleasure Principle. You know, the first issue, excuse me, those are the first two pages of the first issue of Solitaire uh, entitled The Pleasure Principle. And those two pages are single. You know, there's the cover, inside cover, uh, the story page that introduces the myth, and uh, the goons with the local bad guy, chasing down an innocent victim in the streets. Then you turn the page again, and a double-page spread, wham! There's Solitaire right there in full color and uh, quite a bit of graphic effects as as well. He leaps up off of a roof um, and just power kicks the first goon right in the face. Uh, They're using the colors and the digital coloring aspect really, really well here to show motion and power and... Uh, fluidity of the design and how Solitaire is really just kicking the crap out of these guys in no time flat. <clears throat> uh, they try to retaliate it's clear that Solitaire's got many moves he's not just uh, a guy who can heal himself uh, beyond all belief. he's a combatant he's a combatant uh, martial arts uh, warfare weapons that kind of thing um, but the goons do their due diligence. They try to bring him down. Solitaire is stronger, faster. He hits harder. And really, he's got him on the ropes ready to go down when a car comes out of nowhere and just starts blasting bullets. Uh, This guy doesn't even care, too. The shooter doesn't care who he's shooting at. Uh, His own men get shot. Solitaire gets tagged. He does manage to keep the victim safe and does manage to get a shot off. But he's laying there on the ground in what would more than likely be a mortal wound uh, to any other anyone else, even most heroes. And in fact, uh, the lady that they were chasing, the lady that he saved, comes over and says, "Oh God, Oh God, are you?" And he says, "Don't touch the wound." But but you're like I said, I'm hard to hurt. Now we're going to take a drive. So there we go, right off the bat, just like a cinematic movie. Um, uh, big budget action super extravaganza movie that were so popular back then Uh, that's how what solitaire is laid out like and that's how it shows up Uh, we find the action already in place Um, victimizers, victims and out comes solitaire he saves the day it doesn't matter that he was tagged Uh, takes off with the lady and off he goes So right off the bat, Solitaire draws us right in. Uh, now, one of the things I really like about the Ultiverse in general is that, sadly, uh, a benefit of it really only existing in, in its core form in its core form uh, for a, for a year was that almost all of the books, several of the books, kind of had a year one feel. That's definitely true with the Nightman. Uh, In fact, the Nightman was always evolving, and it's true also with Solitaire. The creators were brought together to create this universe, a shared universe. Uh, What's known, what we've talked about as being much more of a a writer's universe. And you can tell, they're still doing world building, they're still setting things up, and that's happening with Solitaire right off the bat. Um, We jump right to uh, the bad guy, King Pleasure. Uh, very much a rich industrialist uh, with a pleasure dome on his property. Basically, whatever he wants, whatever makes him feel good, Uh, altering himself with chemicals, um, food, women, what have you. That's it. That's what he's after. That's what he wants. That's his whole goal in life. That's his drive. Uh, The goons that are still alive have to report. Uh, And, of course... He's the King Pleasure knows it's Solitaire. The legend is real. The myth is true. It's out there. And King Pleasure doesn't like it. It's definitely affecting him. It, it, he dislikes it so much that right there on the then our very next page, he's begging and pleading for uh, feel-good. So where's my feel-good? Where's my feel-good? It's right here, King Pleasure. Um, there they are. He, King Pleasure does not like to feel bad. Now, another great thing about Solitaire is... Um, he's really d- draws from several successful archetypes from hero characters from the past. Um, my younger self really identified him with, uh, as Batman, uh, with a different take on the costume and with the nanobytes, but he's also very much like the shadow. He's definitely got a network, uh, of individuals who he has collected throughout his journey uh, so far as solitaire, uh, informants, spies, uh, technical individuals who can get things done for him. Uh, we start meeting them along the journey as solitaire displays his detective skills. Um, he didn't just get a shot off at the goon's car for no reason. He tagged their gas tank, and the gas tank is leaking. It's something that solitaire is able to follow with his extended reflexes and his advanced sensors. You can see the droplets on the ground. You can smell the fuel and he has no problem uh, leading the victim that he rescued on the back of his motorcycle around uh, traveling through the city as he traces the trail until he gets to a certain point. Uh, The car stopped. Solitaire stops and off comes the victim right there waiting for her to help her along from this point on is some of Solitaire's network. Um, you know She's a little frustrated. He takes off. She doesn't get a chance to say thank you or uh, give him any praise at all. But that's not what he's after, so that's not his motivation in life. And the other ladies that are there to help him, they know all about it. They were saved by Solitaire as well, and so she's part of an exclusive club. They're going to take care of her. We jump right to an old theater, a uh, shut-down theater. Solitaire drives his bike right in through the garage and into the main area. Uh, Viewing area, main seating area, the main theater, if you will, um, at the movie theater. It's definitely closed down, uh, but Salter's got his office all set up with his computers and his network is hooked into it. Uh, there's even uh, video footage that comes on and starts playing. Act, comes on and starts playing as he rolls right in. Salter doesn't waste any time; he gets right to work, and here. Uh, Gerard Jones, the writer, starts laying the groundwork for the core of this story. And the the core is that Solitaire is a bit of a rogue hero. He's a bit of a Robin Hood. Um, whatever his network that he's built ha- can't provide for him. Um, even before he had a network himself, he steals from the rich and he uses it in his quest for justice and his quest for the truth and his hunting down of the criminal element. Not just any rich, but a specific rich individual, one that he's connected to. So we're uh, taking home the rich, giving to the poor, and it's highly motivated from Solitaire's past. He's seen something or done something, uh, had something happen to him that's traumatized him. A little bit like seeing your parents murdered uh, outside of a theater after just watching Zorro. So another a mass media grab of uh, an architect that works well, that's associated with this kind of work. And we, those pieces are mixed up and mixed together and reconformed to create what we know as solitaire right now. As I said before, uh, this is very much a mixed bag of successful archetypes that we've seen previous to, to though. This is also very much set up cinematically like a movie. Uh, In fact, it's way ahead of its time, as far as I'm concerned, uh, with how it's set up almost like a procedural episode of a television show similar to CSI or Law and Order, where things are falling in place like dominoes and the facts keep coming page after page. It wouldn't surprise me one bit to learn that Gerard Jones has... uh, know, specific goals in mind of information that he's delivering on specific pages or in specific panels. That's how we'll orchestrate the story is. It doesn't take long for King Pleasure's goons to find Solitaire. They bust into the theater, just like you would see it uh, done in a huge action movie um, like Stallone or Rambo or uh, Schwarzenegger or Commando, kick in the door, high effects... Debris everywhere they're using the full color to their advantage. they're using all the digital graphics that they can use to their advantage, but Solitaire's waiting for him. he's not um standing around caught off guard with his mask off. He's ready to go. In fact, he's so ready that he's actually playing a game of Solitaire on the cards on his desk as they're moving along. The goons are surprised; they can't figure out where he went. Solitaire's all over the place again like before on the street he drops him from the sky boom bang he's got everybody on the run he's taking them down one at a time and now the hunters are now the hunted once again we cut to king pleasure's pleasure dome and a van comes speeding in out of the driveway um hey did you get him did you get him everyone's looking for you but it's not the goons, it's Solitaire Solitaire comes blasting right out of the windshield, glass shattering pieces everywhere more uh, instances of the colors uh, getting paid well and doing their job really well as they make this comic book inside the pleasure dome Solitaire is taking bad guys down one at a time like John McClain. bang bang they fall Um, shots are fired he's not getting tagged again He was down and out for long enough. His nanobites were working up. Has his system rolling. And he's unstoppable. He's like a force of nature. Finally, all the goons are down. It's just Solitaire and King Pleasure. And of course, King Pleasure is ready. He's got a surprise for Solitaire. And finally again, Solitaire gets tagged. And here, we learn a little bit more. Here, we start to see things go down Uh, we learn about King Pleasure and what he's really about, why he does what he does we see Solitaire in action Uh, we see him get cornered Uh, the firefight has turned into an actual fire and now we've got victims people that are not supposed to be there need to be rescued and Solitaire's got to divide things up, he can't just spend all of his time kicking ass and taking names so he frees the victims, he finds a way out That's where his focus is, and of course it gets caught off guard, and King Pleasure, with uh, the last item on his person, uh, a key to his escape car, he just jabs it right in Solitaire's face. Again, uh, this is the kind of wound that would ordinarily mortally wound someone, leave him on the ground, uh, crying, bleeding, Uh, the fight would be over, King Pleasure would get in his car, he'd drive off and go, but this isn't a normal person. This isn't a normal story. This isn't a normal hero. This is Solitaire. The the little robots are working right away. So he steps down, puts his one foot and one knee on the ground. All he needs is a second to recuperate. And in that second, the fire rage is out of control. Part of the foundation of the building comes down, traps King Pleasure, uh, even wounds him. Uh, And since King Pleasure doesn't have nanobites, that's it. That's the end. Um, And here solitaire takes the opportunity to give a little jab you know dig it in a little deeper so instead of getting his key out and putting it into king pleasure's eye solitaire takes his mask off king pleasure can see that solitaire is actually someone he knows Uh, solitaire is the son of anton lone uh, a very powerful businessman who has visited king pleasure's pleasure dome and uh, Taken full um, advantage of all there was to offer there inside the Pleasure Dome many, many times. That's Nicholas Lone, Anton Lone's son. And King Pleasure can't believe that Nicholas Lone is solitaire, because Anton Lone is just as bad as King Pleasure. And so now we have the full story. Um, Nicholas Lone, having seen something that his father did as a boy, has motivated him to take on the mask and become solitaire. And when I read this part, when I finally got to this page, um, I was just blown away. You know, of course, this is an epic theme that traces its way back all the way through literature as far as you can go. Father and son, um, dueling it out, wanting to be like one another, wanting to be nothing like one another. Uh, this, is, this is no different than any other classic literary theme that that you would see. And so here it is playing out. And Gerard Jones has has reached back and taken a very classic story element and intertwined it and used it here in this advanced comic book. And I personally was just blown away. Um, We've probably seen it more now. uh, But at the time, it seemed fresh and new, something that people hadn't done in quite a while. And as the Pleasure Dome goes up, uh, up in flames, that is, and the victims can be seen uh, leaving, they finally are free, they finally escaped, thanks to what Solitaire did. Uh, Solitaire steals one of the cars, and he races out of there, and off he goes. And now we've got more narration, and it's going to seal up the story and tie it all into one nice little loop and turn it into a singular issue that that um, is standalone, really. It works as a pilot works as a standalone and it really introduces a lot of themes and a lot of pieces that can be built upon. So it goes, he feels the itch of the final knitting of his flesh and he remembers the road, the curve, the accident that was no accident. He remembers the father who wouldn't let him die and he vows that this fight has only just begun. And that's where issue one ends. And we learn more about his father and Solitaire's drive. Uh, but really, that's going to be for another episode. Um, so, there's definitely uh, more to the story between Anton Lone and Nicholas Lone and the motivation to become Solitaire, why he's doing what he's doing, how he got that way. And some of it might be kind of surprising. So, um, we hope you come, have you come back for our next episode. Uh, it's a great series, it was fun to read, and it was fun to go back and read it now. So, uh, until we meet again, until the next Ultraverse podcast, until uh, you are granted access one more time to the files of Aladdin, uh, we're signing off.